Hello, my beautiful queens. It feels so good to come and chit-chat with you. I think this podcast episode will shed some light for us. So let's get into it. I am reading 1 Corinthians 7, verse 1 through 5 from the NIV Bible. I have to say that Paul is really breaking down how I, as a believer, should conduct myself when it pertains to marriage and or how I should maneuver as a single woman. In verse 1, Paul says, Now for the matters you wrote about, responding to the believers in Corinth. It is good for a man not to have sexual relations with a woman. I believe Paul is saying that a man shouldn't have sex with a woman because he should be with a man, but because the act of sex is immoral. In 1 Corinthians 6.18, Paul says, Flee from sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body, but whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. So he's saying we should run or abstain from sex because it leads to sexual immorality. But then in verse 2 he says, okay, since sexual immorality is occurring, each man should have sexual relations with his own wife and each woman with her own husband. He didn't say each man with his own girlfriend, with his own baby mama, side piece, friend girl, co-worker, or even fiance. Paul says wife. And I notice he says own, as in yours, no one else's, as in not sharing. Likewise, for the woman, he didn't say her boyfriend, baby daddy, some fine guy sugar daddy or even fiance he says with her own husband so that lets me know that i should abstain from sex until i have sex with my husband and the same goes for the man he says in verse three the husband should fulfill his marital duty to his wife and likewise the wife to her husband In society, many people have different views on what a marriage is and how it looks. Some say a wife should stay at home and raise children, and a man should work and provide. Some say a wife and husband should split bills and housework 50-50. I learned that in a marriage, it is what the two of you agree to in your marriage, not what others have agreed to in theirs. If my husband believes in a wife that stays at home and tends to the house and children, and I agree to or with that, that then becomes my duty to my husband. And I believe in my husband, if I believe in my husband to work and pay all the bills and living expenses, and he agrees, then that is his marital duty to me as his wife. I realize that I want a husband But I don't know the first thing about marriage. Verse 4 says, The wife does not have authority over her own body, but yields it to her husband. In the same way, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but yields it to his wife. What is authority? One definition states that authority is the power or right to give orders, make decisions, and enforce obedience. Another states it is the right to act in a specified way, delegated from one person or organization to another. So then I had to get an understanding of the word yield. 
two definitions for yield. The first is to give return, as for labor expended, produce, bear. The second is to surrender or submit as to a superior power. I don't make all the decisions when it comes to my body anymore. For example, when someone is hospitalized, they allow the husband to make the decision concerning that person. The husband or wife now have the authority, not the mother or father. I have to yield or submit myself to my husband. I am to produce whatever my husband needs for God's will. I should be able to surrender my body, not just a body part, but the emotions and feelings to come with this body as well. My husband, as my superior, is to manage my feelings, not dismiss them. My husband's expected to surrender to me also. Paul says he does not have authority over his body, but yields it to his wife. I, as his superior, is also, is also expected to manage his feelings. Or I, as his superior, am also expected to manage his feelings. It is a equal partnership. Lastly, in verse 5, Paul says, Do not deprive each other except perhaps through mutual consent and for a time so that you may devote yourselves to prayer. Then come together again so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. What does deprive mean? Deprive means to remove or withhold something from the enjoyment or possession of a person or persons. I can't be petty and take away or remove something that brings enjoyment to my husband. Whatever it is that might be for him. But then it says each other. So my husband can't remove or take away something that brings me enjoyment either. Unless we mutually agree or give consent. We both have to agree. And if we do take something away by mutual consent. Let it only be for a time, not permanently, and devote ourselves in prayer. I have to allow God to speak to me about the situation, and he is to allow God to speak to him as well through prayer. The deprivation is not to separate us. Paul said we are to come together again so that we don't allow Satan an entryway into our marriage. Because as humans, we lack self-control. Satan knows this, and he will try to tempt us. But, like Matthew 8.20 says, For where two or more gather in my name, there I am with them. When my husband and I come together, Satan has no power. Well, queens, I hope you were able to take something away from this episode like I was able to. Until next time, God loves you, Jesus loves you, and I love you too. Stay blessed.